sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Watching Game Time Decisions. I am Gable Morenci and I'm on the grid, and so is the raging redhead, Cam Stewart. Let's do this thing. Countdown to kickoff is on. We've got a uh, National Football League game, of course, the Green Bay Packers and the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, you already know that, but you might not know we got a couple of college games on tap uh, tonight. Battleborn, baby. Battleborn, which actually happens to be uh, one of my favorite songs, and I'm sure Metal Matt. Uh, knows uh, Battleborn, and I'm sure Metal Matt hates uh, Battleborn because it's uh, probably not heavy enough for him. Five-finger death punch, uh, Cam. Battleborn. Um, you know what Battleborn is? It's a big expression in the state of Nevada. It's like the Las Vegas. Like, if you're from Vegas, like, you know how, like, people get area codes or, like, you know, the six, yep. the city, yep. wherever they're from? Um, if you're from Vegas, that's what you get, Battleborn. Uh, I like or that. 702. 702, but the, 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 the battle board. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and that's it. Actually, the Nevada Wolfpack used that as their hashtag, which I think is pretty cool. Like, they, you know, I tell you what, Cam, like, you know, Nevada, they're out there in Reno, but they're trying to take the state over. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like Reno. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> like, it's old school, right? They're like, it. yeah. Yeah, people <laughs> think the Nevada Wolfpack are like quiet and they're up there and, oh, it's just a yeah. little Nevada Wolfpack. No, 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 no. Their fans like want to fight. Like they come, yep. they drink, they gamble, they fight. They're battle board. Like Nevada Wolfpack, they don't play around camp. <laughs> no, that's the thing. Remember Jorge Gonzalez, right? And he, your boy, he went to UNLV oh, and he's he always, ah, those, lo he, those losers <laughs> from Marino, screw the Wolfpack. Yeah. Well, then you meet somebody from Nevada when you're in Vegas. And they're like, I want to smoke everybody from UNLV, bunch of D-bags. Like, they, you said it, like, these schools, it's crazy. One's way in the top, one's way in the top. They hate each other. Like, they, that's, that's a real hate rivalry. <laughs> it's crazy, yeah, And man. the funny thing <laughs> is, because people think the Vegas crowd is kind of trashy and wild, and it ain't nothing yeah. next to the Nevada crowd. <laughs> like, I agree. Nevada, these guys are hardcore. Like, I'm telling you, like, it's, and I tell you what, they got a good football team. They got a good football team uh, this year. Uh, once again, they're back on track. They've always had good quarterbacks. They've always had good quarterbacks. Colin Kaepernick, um, a standout uh, quarterback uh, there. Um, and what about our friend, Cody Fajardo? Fajardo? <laughs> Cody, Cody yeah, Fajardo? exactly. You know what's yeah. crazy, Ken? And this is why you can't overreact to college quarterbacks and college numbers, bro. Cody Fajardo took over. So when Colin Kaepernick went to the NFL, Cody Fajardo was the next quarterback up. He even looked like Kaepernick. Right? You know, he's a Hawaiian dude. You know what I mean? Like, he came in. He put up bigger numbers than Cap did. Same he offense. Could. There was, like, no – because they were like, oh, Kaepernick's gone. It's going to be tough for Nevada. Boom. This kid came in, and there was no drop-off. Lit it up. Um, and uh, trust me, me and Cam have seen this uh, guy play – uh, live as a professional, and it's not pretty. <laughs> okay, it's, yeah, it's he, not. he used to be good though, Gabe. Well, don't think about Fajardo was like he started off great, and he was like really running, and then he realized he didn't think like even in the Canadian Football League, he got smoked a lot. And then after that, he became more like the way you see Cam Newton now, hesitant, and then he got killed more and more. You and know more. who he is? He was really you good early. Is? 
he's Marcus Mariota, in which yeah, he's sort that's of a good lo- comparison. Looks good. He'll make some plays. Yep. But then, it's like, why did you do that? Why didn't you throw to that open guy? Why did you take that sack? <laughs> right. And exactly. It happens a lot. I used to defend him a lot. I used to say when he was with the Argos, "You got to start Fajardo, man. The guy's good. Give him a chance." Yep. But they did, and he wasn't good. They did, and he wasn't good. Uh, but uh, I'll tell you what, though. Carson Strong is very good. The quarterback in Nevada, Carson Strong. You know, also a pretty good quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, we'll get to, to him in a second. Uh, shout out to our radio affiliates. I am Gabriel Morenci. Uh, You know how we do it. You know who he is. Uh, he's the raging redhead that Cam Stewart, Joe Lisi, is going to step up. And then we're going for two uh, with Joe Lisi. We're going to talk... Um, but tonight's NFL game, we're going to run the gauntlet uh, with Joe. Joe's a big college guy, but, of course, he's on top of the NFL as well. Me and Joe do uh, an NFL show every Sunday uh, together. Dr. David Chow mm-hmm. is going to join us. Um, Cam Cam has to leave tonight, though. Cam's going to be with us until about uh, 7.30 Eastern, and then, um, and then the private jet picks him up. He's suiting up for the San Francisco 49ers tonight. Uh, Cam's, uh, Cam's playing fullback. Uh, so, uh, Cam, you, you, I like uh, do the cleats still fit, buddy? The cleats still fit? Because they told you you got to yeah, bring no. your own cleats. They got a uniform for you, but you got to bring your own shoes. I got to tell you, Marenzi, like, I don't do a lot of things uh, well, but uh, for a big man, you've seen me run. And at 275 pounds, I, if I put on, like, just kept on getting up to the three-bill mark, I think I could protect some people. I think I could work the line. Pretty good hands for a tight end. Not fast enough there, but uh, I will say I think we can hold up protection. It's true. So what what are you what are you stepping on the scales at right now? Like you can't make UFC heavyweight. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm over that. I no no no. My brother and me. Yeah, yeah, it was. So you can get the ball. And I'm dead serious. We talk. Like if I got the ball from the two yard line in an NFL game, I'm screwed. Like, I would not score. Like, literally from the two, right? Hand the ball off to me the two-yard line. Dude, I'm not fast enough to get to the corners, and I'm not strong enough to go through the middle. I'm done. You see Jalen Hurts can't score in a two-point conversion. It's, what about it's you, Kev? Give the ball to you from the – no, let's say the one. I give you the ball from the one, hand it off. You can plow four. Like, you, know, you got some girth behind you. They're bigger than you, yeah. but you'd have a chance of getting it in, buddy. I think you can I plow believe it in that. from the one. You think you can I could it get from the killed? Line? I'm the coach. Yeah. If he can, are you going to get this in the end zone for me? Damn right. And if they hit me, Gabe, the key is when you're a big man with enough velocity, you fall forward for that touchdown. Just don't want to get back. But I believe, yeah, maybe we could. Like, there's a lot of stupid things. I love people like pros versus Joes. We used to laugh at that show, and these guys think they can take on pros. Get bad. You guys, these guys like are so good. They could have four. We set the bar low, though, Cam. I didn't say from the 10, from the 1. No, so one, yard, one yeah, yard I'll take line. one. It's yeah, like goal that's line, fair. one yard line. <laughs> Boom. It's like the collision. <laughs> one yard. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time decisions continues. I am Gabriel Morenci. We're kicking it with a raging redhead Cam Stewart. Joe Lisi's going to step up and in. Uh, Joe knows the hashtag Battleborn. 
Uh, Joe doesn't. Joe, Joe Lisi's. Yeah, he's never heard of five finger death punch. He's like, what? Who? Five finger death? What? Uh, <laughs> Joe Lisi thinks a five finger death punch is a is a nickel a nickel uh, secondary package. Uh, but he yes, knows exactly. Battle. He knows all about the Nevada Wolfpack. He knows all about oh. the Nevada Wolfpack. Uh, the Nevada Wolfpack um, laying a lot of points uh, tonight. But I tell you, Utah State have really got punched in the mouth to start the season. And uh, mm-hmm. Nevada's offense is very, very prolific. Uh, Nevada, Nevada's offense is going to get into the mid-30s, into the high 30s uh, tonight. So then you ask yourself, all right, how many points are Utah State uh, going to be able to score? And tonight, uh, we've got a fun game, an actual rivalry game, guys. Hashtag border war. These guys, yep. they take it seriously. Hashtag border war uh, between uh, between uh, the Wyoming Cowboys and the Colorado State Rams, these two teams really don't like each other either. They're playing – it's their big rivalry game, but they're playing each other this early in the season because they started uh, this late in the season. But uh, talking about starting the season, the Pac-12, of course, kicks off, uh, but Washington and Cal will not be amongst them. Uh, nope. So that game has been postponed. Uh, we've got – what else? What, Army Air Force was shut down, Cam? Yep, Air Force game uh, was uh, postponed today too. Yep. Also, college basketball, the UConn men's team, COVID. So they're saying with their window of time, they might have six games to prepare before the season starts. Gabe, this thing is really getting dangerous. Like, man, these timelines, right? Like, every like we haven't even started the Pac-12 season. We already got a cancellation. It's ridiculous. That's crazy. That's crazy. You just said they'll have after isolation, they'll have days. Like, it's true, college basketball is around the corner, isn't it? That's like right. A couple of weeks. That's what they yeah. said. Yeah, they they said basically, and if a fourteen day window goes perfect for UConn, they have six days to prep for the regular season. It's so it's literally in two and a half weeks. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, guys, and I'll tell you right now, college basketball is going to be a train wreck. Oh <laughs> boy. Of COVID. Oh yeah. Look at college football, and they only play once a week. College basketball, they play a couple of times a week. They're traveling all over. I know. Come on, it's a disaster. Not to mention, the second wave is real. And if you don't think it's real, then you're a moron. So, like the, I don't even know if we're out of the first wave. I kind of know. Maybe the second wave isn't real. Maybe it's one big first wave. Whatever it is. Yes. Yesterday there were a hundred thousand COVID cases. Like the 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 virus. I, everyone's paying attention to everything else, obviously, right? And what's going on in the world, and you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. If you notice, Cam, people haven't mentioned COVID in a couple of weeks. And I've said this before. COVID has ears. COVID like is like an alien presence on Star Trek. Oh, it's like, oh, you're ignoring me. Oh, I'm telling you. It's like, oh, you're, you're ignoring me again. Huh? You guys don't care? You're ignoring me? 100,000 cases. That's you know the best. Like, Cap- Captain Kirk sleeks up to a space alien. He's about to. Hey, oh, so sorry. Yeah, I just gave you COVID. Uh, that guy will sleep with anything in a heartbeat in the galaxy. But I will say, you're absolutely correct, man. You take a look at the numbers. Every state, everywhere, zing zing through the roof, man. But people don't uh, seem to read or pay attention, Marenzi. I know, but then they get mad that the game isn't on. Wow, how come the Badgers yes. aren't playing? Because they all have coronavirus. <laughs> That's why they're not playing. (laughs) Of course, you get the other people. Oh, you guys are a bunch of pansies on the West Coast. Uh, Pac-12 or pansies. You guys just suck it up and play. All right. Yeah, real fun for these kids to just put all this training camp in, and now they have coronavirus, and they're not playing anyways. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So everyone sits at their couch telling everyone else uh, what to do. But I'm just telling you, college basketball is going to be a train wreck. 
Because colleges, colleges aren't handling this well at all. They, you know, they're traveling. I'm just saying there's going to be a ton of cancellations. College football is crazy, but we're nearly through the season. I mean, it sounds nuts to even say it, but, dude, you know, BYU, and we're going to talk to Joe Lisi about this big BYU-Boise State game. Cam, BYU yep. have two more games left after this. And in a span of a month and a half. Like, BYU are off for, like, three <laughs> weeks after this. And See you, guys. One more game. Yeah. Yeah, you know what they exactly. their next game? Northern Alabama. I don't even remember. Like I've heard of them all. Not Northern Arizona. Northern Alabama. No. Yeah, the, the Lumberjacks right from Northern Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I don't think Joe Lisi knows the, the, the Northern Alabama. He's going to be like, oh, he does. Yeah, Lisi's right. I know North. He yeah, knows Northern Alabama. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why Joe Lisi isn't one of those sleazy, like, college street agents. I agree. Like, you know, like, like Lisey should be the guy. He can make a lot of money. Football games. Yeah. Walking up after hey, looking all slick like he does. Hey, great, great game, Phil. Great game. I'm Joe Lisey. Here's my card. Go for the two. You want to go to yeah. a real school? I'll get cool. you in. I want to go to a big time school. I got all the connections. Yeah. And he can start yeah, showing fight. pictures. <laughs> Here I am with Coach Bowden. Here I am with my boy, Coach Bowden. He can start, like, showing his roller dance. Yeah, yeah Lisey. <laughs> I got a pipeline to Rutgers. Yeah, he's just hey, don't, get right yeah, in there. Say, don't, don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone I gave you this uh, this case to Nikes. Uh, it's uh, between you and me. <laughs> <laughs> Cooking shoe deals. Oh, yeah, everything. Yeah, he was like he's missing out, but he's smart because Joe Joe would have had fun doing all that, but he probably also would have gotten indicted. So yeah, Joe took the, the better choice. Yeah, took the better choice. And just handicapping and writing and uh, and talking about college uh, uh, college uh, football. Yep. So big yeah, weekend of college football, though. Big weekend. This this BYU game, big big game. Zach Wilson outside chance of winning the Heisman. Probably not going to get it, but outside chance of winning the Heisman. And you know, forget about the Heisman, though, Cam. This quarterback, Zach Wilson of BYU, uh, they're looking at uh, top ten draft pick in the NFL. It's rare to say. Oh that. yes. <laughs> You think no, of BYU quarterbacks, whatever. You got Jim McMahon, you got Steve Young, but that was a long time ago. Detmer, um, you th- Ty Detmer. Yeah, yeah. Ty Detmer, Coy Detmer. You yeah. know who's the guy that really sucked, man? He was on the Miami Dolphins. The guy from, uh, from he lasted like a long time in the NFL, and he was terrible. Come on, man. Oh, yeah. Not BYU. Hold on. I, I, know, I know you're talking BYU about, BYU quarterback. He was the yes. backup. Ah, it's driving me crazy. It's driving me crazy too, because I know exactly what, that guy did suck hard, man. He That's did. the thing you don't see you don't see those BYU quarterbacks. He did. Who's his the guy? Or listen, come on, someone in the chat Hell? help us out here. Come on, Metal oh, Matt. Yeah, you know, metal, metal Matt's Matt. thinking about yeah, metal. Expert, yeah, I know. Yeah, hey, did you hear yeah, about this like, Norwegian uh, death metal band game? Yeah, I got you. We need the BYU quarterback. <laughs> John, John, something. <laughs> I swear, he's John so Beck. Bad, he John, Beck. John, Beck. Yeah, John, John Beck. Yeah, John Beck. John Beck. John Beck. The name is John Beck, like the beers. Yes, Becks. He was not smooth and refreshing. John Beck. <laughs> My name terrible. is John Beck. Yeah, John Beck. It wasn't, it wasn't he so <laughs> bad he, he ended up on like the Saskatchewan Rough Riders and he sucked there even? Oh, he didn't even know. No, yeah. He had, like the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, I think, had his rights and like this Beck guy? Nah. He's not he couldn't even like make it in the Canadian Football League. They're like, get out of here, bud. You're not good enough. Unbelievable. 
You have a Canadian Canadian Football League general managers are also dumbasses at times in which yeah. um, Kurt, Kurt Warner got cut by the Winnipeg Blue Bombers right before he won the MVP with the Rams. Unbelievable. But that's, that's just lucky. Like, that's just sort yeah. of like, Kurt Warner's a one in a, like, 10 million story, 100 million. Like, literally. Yeah. Like, it's not like just the Bombers were wrong. I mean, guy, the guy was in, like, not even in the Arena League. He was in, like, Arena 2 camp. <laughs> yeah. He was literally bagging groceries in Iowa. He was literally bagging groceries. Yeah. Like, imagine Kurt yeah. Warner, like, here, here, some jackass. Hey, buddy, yeah. I told you. Hey, hey, don't put the bread on the bottom. Like, some guy melting off for Kurt Warner. <laughs> Warner's just thinking, man, I'm a great quarterback. Yeah. What am I doing here? So, listen, Cam, I'm sure you put this in your update. I didn't get a chance to hear your excellent yeah. updates. Uh, on the Scotty uh, Farrell show earlier with Zary tuning in. But I know you got one coming up. Uh, word on the street is the NFL is talking about 16-team playoffs, right? So I see the 16-team playoff stuff, and I'm thinking, like, it's for, I don't know, next year? No, this year? What, they're just going to change the play? What are we doing? Did Rob Manford start take over as commissioner of the NFL? I'm I'll telling you, you though. There yep. are not 16 good teams in the NFL, guys. There's it's not, not like though, it's like, oh, there's good teams missing out. There's not. There's not the bottom line teams. What's the bottom line? With COVID, teams are losing money. You got to get more teams in the postseason. That's the bottom line. I don't agree with it, but you're getting smoked financially. You got to do something. Game time decisions get hit. Sports Grid. Get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game Time Decisions continues. I am Gabriel Moretzi, kicking it with a raging redhead. Cam Stewart, we were just talking about 16 teams in the playoffs. And I'll tell you what, yeah. I'm putting my foot down. If they have 16 teams in the playoffs this year, I'm not watching it, and I'm not betting it. I'm, I'm boycotting it. That is not <laughs> I wish we had a lie detector. <laughs> that thing would be, pfft, the glass would blow. <laughs> yeah. and, and other, I mean, there's so much going on here. I just want to get this out of the way. Uh, turns out yep. Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant hooked up with Adele. Say it isn't so, Adele. Uh, but uh, Kevin Durant reportedly took Adele out for dinner uh, last night or uh, the night uh, before. Uh, but I have an really? inside scoop about this. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm dead serious. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kevin Durant took Adele out uh, to dinner. Uh, but uh, not reported in the story, actually, was that Kevin Durant can hurt his hand cutting his steak. And then he walked out mid-meal. Uh, for a re- restaurant with better reviews across the street. Uh, so um, there, there's the breaking news uh, with uh, with Kevin Durant. That's a true story? What, Adele his- and Kevin Durant? No, him no, cutting that's, a that's steak. Okay. <laughs> okay, sorry. I'm saying sorry. You got to tell me. Like, no, I'm stop, like, though. I thought it was a joke. I'm like, yeah, how do you yeah, hurt yeah, your yeah. head cutting a steak? <laughs> it's possible. It is possible if it's tough. Yeah, tough steak. Uh, that's, that's, wow. Yeah, well, <laughs> if easy. it's like loose steaks, tougher than a two dollar. Yeah. The steaks loose, steak. they're pretty tough. Let's that's bring true. in. Uh, let's let's bring in the street agent himself. Joe Lisi steps up and in and uh, joins us. And Joe, honestly, never crossed your mind. Like you know what, you should become one of those. You know, uh, like a college uh, sort of 
slash agent. You know, you're around the game a lot. Yeah, it, it's crossed my mind, but then I wouldn't be able to sit and talk game time decisions with you two great gents <laughs> talking about yeah, college yeah. football on a Thursday or Sunday. Think about that. And by the way, Gabe, can I bet on you not taking a bet for the 16-team playoff? That's what I want to do because that, that's got to yeah. be at least minus 990. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to bet it. I'm going to go for a walk in the park. I'm going to boycott yes. it. I refuse to acknowledge the, the, the capitalistic greed of the NFL, Joe. My, my minus 990 at least that Gabe does uh, not wager on that, Cam, right? Am I wrong? Uh, nine, 990? Oh, no, no, yeah. sell my house, Joe. I was thinking more about <laughs> like 5,000, 50. Like, come on, come 990. That's a, are you kidding me? I'll take out a second mortgage. <laughs> Honestly, if you think about it, Cam, I know you're the same way. I'm actually thinking, when's the last time I didn't bet on an NFL playoff game? And I can't answer that, that question. I can't either. Like, I don't know. 1981? <laughs> Long you know, time that ago. Type of deal? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There had to be an earthquake then. There, there, there must have been an earthquake out on no, the no, West no, Coast had, back no, no. in 1981. I, I, yeah, I had money on that game during that earthquake. Uh, Oakland <laughs> A's and San Francisco Giants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 1989, that was. Yeah, yeah, World Series. I remember that. I remember, like, even being sports fans, we're always jerk. Uh, instead of, like, worrying about people's safety, it's like, oh, great, the game's canceled. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> like, then you realize, though, that was crazy, Joe, man. You remember that? Or that was real. It wasn't just yep. like, oh, I shook a little, man. No, no, like, people died. No. It was serious. And um, it yeah, it was it was during right before the World Series game was about to start. So the Bay Area game of all like what, you can't make that up too, huh? Yeah, uh, craziness. All right, so speaking of the Bay Area, uh, here we are. And I was just recently in the Bay Area. Love it there, beautiful, big fan. So uh, we got San Francisco 49ers tonight, a depleted team. And uh, uh, I tell you what, Joe, Cam can only be here for about another 45 minutes. He's got a private uh, charter jet that's picking him up, a Concorde. And they suiting up for the Niners. They called them. They said we need some bodies tonight. Uh, yeah. What do you make? Yeah. yeah what, what do you make of this game uh, here uh, tonight, to Joe, with all these injuries? Yeah, this is tough, and I don't want to overthink this game in terms of, you know, just both offenses. We know what Green Bay wants to do. They want to jump up early with Aaron Rodgers and force San Francisco to match them score for score. And I think the game plan for San Francisco is to run the football just the way they did in the championship game last year. They dominated Green Bay at the point of attack. But I'm going to go with Green Bay here. I think they have the offensive weapons, even if Aaron Jones isn't 100%. I look for Tyler Irvin to step up. I just I just think Aaron Rodgers on the road with rematch in his sights. I think it's just way too much for San Francisco. I, and again, I don't like the way this team is playing right now after they got the victory against New England on the road. Let me ask you, uh, Joe, so about this running back uh, situation, because everybody's talking about how San Francisco is going to be looking to run the football uh, tonight, but it's easier said than done. Talk to us about uh, about your Michael Hasty. We know about McKinnon, but talk to us about the kid out of Baylor. Um, what what do you expect uh, from him? High expectations. I mean, they like him. Yep. They think that you know they can sort of plug him in, and he can yep. he can do whatever everyone else has done in this offense. I'm seeing his rushing prop in the 67 and a half yard range. I don't know, man. It's pretty ambitious to me. I get it. They're going to want to run the football, but it doesn't mean they can. It's not easy just to pick up 68 yards rushing in an NFL game coming in off the street. What's your take on this hasty kid? 
Well, uh, yeah, I, I lean to the over in terms of his rushing total game, but he's a multifaceted, you know, player. Can catch a football in the short intermediate passing game. That's the way he was utilized with Matt Rule in Baylor last year. So I, I like his over receiving total. It's low. It's only 11.5. They actually have on FanDuel McKinnon set at 26.5. I think the way you can run the football is you utilize the screen game, neutralize the front seven of Green Bay. That can open up running lanes later. So I like Hasty in terms of his rushing total a little, but I really like over 11 and a half. I think he blows through that tonight. That's low. That's low. G- Gabe, is that what we do? The rushing and receiving? Try to do try to put them both together and hit the over? That's well, considering, it works. You know? Considering when you consider the fact that San Francisco don't have anybody to throw the football to either, really. Right? Yes. So the, you assume, and Shanahan is very, very, you know, he's obviously a big fan. I'd like to get the percentage, actually. But you know, Joe, he's right up there. I mean, nobody likes throwing the little bubble screens and, and passes to the wide receiver as much as uh, Kyle Shanahan does. Right. Right, exactly, and that's how you get that defense running sideline to sideline. You wear them out, and then boom, you hit them in between the tackles running the football. So I think that's the game plan because they like to utilize their wide receivers, Debo Samuel, on fly sweeps. I think they go to the screen game tonight to neutralize the front seven and then use the, use the rushing attack in the second half of this matchup. Point spread is six and a half, guys. It hits seven. Uh, it uh, it hit seven, but it's down to six and a half. And I don't really understand uh, either, uh, Cam, in which the point spread goes down, despite the fact that it looks like, is Aaron Jones in? Like, do we know? Is it confirmed? Yeah. Uh, is he in? Yeah. In the update, it said he was questionable originally. Now he's probable. So they think he's yeah. going to go tonight. The question is, though, with I these see, reports, hopeful. though. I yeah, yeah, right yeah. Now, like, like, I hear as a, as yeah, probable. Hope. Packers hopeful yeah. he'll be on field. He's playing. So it appears as though Aaron, Rod, uh, Aaron Jones will be on the field tonight. And then another much down cam. I'm surprised. How much are they going to do, though, Gabe? That's the thing. Just because he's playing, he's still working on an injury. That's why I find the best case scenario for me would be Jones, if they, Jones plays, Irvin's prop will go way down, and you know he's going to be getting some gear. Like they're not going to play Jones like full throttle no, if he's just coming no. off that and injury. This is unbelievable. This right. is unbelievable because as of right now, guys, I hear what you're saying, Cam. But see, Fanduel, man, like they're sharp. So they have Aaron Jones to score a touchdown minus one sixty. So it's like, well, he must be playing. He's the favorite to score a touchdown. He's minus one sixty. So you figure, Cam, what would Tyler Irvin's prop then be? If Aaron Jones is playing, what's Tyler Irvin's prop to score a touchdown? Like, I want plus, plus 350. Plus 400. Yeah, 420. Right, yeah. I'll tell you what it is. Plus 130. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Plus yeah, so he's playing. He's getting <laughs> touches. You know why? Because they're going to utilize, I think, Tyler Irvin in the short to intermediate rushing attack inside goal line situations. So that's why, I mean, Irvin has a great prop in terms of value. I'm going to take it after we get off. Plus 800 for two uh, two touchdowns in this matchup, two or more. I think if they get inside the red zone, that's that's a good play, plus, plus 800. I like your style, Lisa, too. Yeah, Joe's really, he's going for it. Go, go for the two. Go for the eight. I was going for big money. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. If you're going to roll the dice, let's roll it, baby. Yeah, roll the dice, baby. I agree. Coming up, you try to build that bankroll. Um, so, um, 
look at looking at the props here. Aaron Rodgers over under 275 and a half passing yards. Nick Mullins, 221 and a half passing yards. Uh, we talked about uh, Jamichael Hasty. Hasty's down to 64 and a half right now. That 67 and a half was a little tight. Uh, down to 64 and a half right now. Jarek McKinnon, 25 and a half. Aaron Rodgers, 11 and a half rushing yards. Aaron Jones, uh, 46 and a half. You see, they're on the fence uh, with him. Uh, Valdez Scantling, 32 and a half. Tanyan Jr., 37 and a half. Devontae Adams, 87 and a half uh, receiving yards. And Devontae Adams is a machine, uh, guys. Any interest in Devontae Adams tonight, Cam? I don't know. That number seems a little bit rich. Uh, he could he could get there, but it's high. I'd look at your boy Tanyan. He's been good to you, even though that other tight end Steinberger he he seems to, he seems to be coming on as well. Aaron Rodgers really likes to utilize those guys. He's really finding his tight ends. And if you notice, Gabe, going through the player props, I look for Irvin to click. Not available. They don't list his rushing and receiving. They're on the fence with that one. They don't want to post a number and get absolutely clobbered if Jones isn't playing a lot. Now I'm looking for some. Uh, I was looking for some Val- value with San Francisco's uh, players. Yeah, Go on, Joe. I, I was going to say Valdez Scantling to me has value. Thirty-two and a half receiving yards. I think he's. I think he's going to step up because they're going to double team uh, Devontae Adams in this matchup. Take away his number one weapon. Look for Valdez Scantling. Scantling. That's a low number. Thirty-two and a half. He'll be mismatched really on nickelbacks or linebackers. So with his size, I think he can blow through that as well. I've been burnt with him a couple of times. Like, he's had opportunities to step up, and maybe he's you're right with Devontae Adams there. It's a different story. But when he's not there, he doesn't step up. More with Joe Lisi on the other side. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time decisions continues. I am Gabriel Morenci. Joe Lisi joining me and Cam uh, Stewart. So let's get back to, to business. I want to get into the college uh, stuff with Joe, uh, but we got the Green Bay Packers laying six and a half, 48 and a half. We're just take, talking about the prop. Hey, Lisi, what do you what do you think about Trent Taylor? Uh, what kind of player is Trent Taylor for people that don't know him? Yeah, I, mean, I like Trent Taylor. He's a physical player at the point of attack. Blue collar just gets it done. So uh, just a, a good player that I think will produce later tonight. Uh, three and a half is, is is the prop. Three, three and a half for receptions. It is. So I'm just what I'm saying. Mullins has to throw to somebody, right? Uh, I mean, people, oh, really he's not going to throw. He's not going to throw. But he's got to throw uh, to somebody at some point in time uh, in this football game. I like Devontae Adams to score a touchdown uh, tonight. I'm keeping it simple. Uh, Devontae Adams, the, his his receptions are seven and a half. It's a lot of catches, seven and a half. I almost feel more comfortable going the, over the 87 and a half yards uh, there. Tanyan Jr.'s three and a half uh, receptions uh, tonight. So we'll get to the props. But before we move on to the college, Lisi, what's your final prediction and final plays you want to share with us for this NFL game? 
I'm going Green Bay. I'm going Green Bay. I lean to the under here. I don't like the total as much, but I'm going to go with the Packers. I think the Packers in a revenge spot, even though they're on the road. I'm not back in San Francisco with the depletion on both sides of the ball. So give me Aaron Rodgers less than a touchdown here. All right, let's get into the college. I was telling everyone earlier about the Battleborn hashtag. I'm a big fan of it. Five-figure death punch, great band from Las Vegas. <laughs> And, uh, of course, like a Battleborn, uh, one of their uh, most popular songs. It said Nevada's using it for their hashtag. And um, they're a good football team. Carson Strong, very good quarterback. It's 17 and a half, 58 and a half. Utah State have been punched in the mouth in both games so far uh, this year, uh, Joe. Nevada, Nevada's offense has been consistent. Um, you know, they've been very consistent uh, this year, in which they put up 37 in both their football games. So they're averaging 37 points a game. They, they scored 37 against a pretty good Wyoming. Wyoming's got a good defense. They hung 37 on them. And then they went to Vegas, and they won 37-19 uh, last week against uh, the UNLV running Rebels in the first game in that new stadium with fans. Utah State uh, lost at Boise State. Now, listen, no shame in that. It's tough. They lost 42-13. Uh, but then last week, they lose at home. To San Diego State, thirty-eight to seven. I know the game Good. got away from a little bit as the game went on, but yeah, Cam, this offense is anemic, bro. And now it's at home, Cam. And it's not like and Cam, you know, it's not like San Diego. San Diego, I respect San Diego State. It's not like they're an explosive team, though. Exactly. But, you know, San Diego they State comes in your backyard and beats you thirty, puts thirty-eight up on you. San Diego State like normally scores seventeen points in their wins. Joe, well, know what it means? Utah State. Yeah, Utah State. <laughs> it means they pounded them. That's what it means. Yes, I mean because San Diego State's got the running game. They must have just put these guys right into the ground. So, yeah, I don't know. It's a tough one. What do you think, Joe? Well, when you're making I, this game, I Joe, seventeen Utah and a half points. Yeah, I lean to Utah State here. I mean, you know, they got the luck of the draw. I mean, Boise State and San Diego State, two of the best teams in the conference for that matter. And again, they're just, a, they can't throw the football with Jason Shelley. That's the problem. They're only averaging 102 yards through the air, rushing for 107. But I think Nevada will force the tempo. That, that'll lead to the over. Now, I think Utah State, after two embarrassing losses, bounces back in a, a nationally televised game on, on Thursday night. So I think they cover this number but i think nevada wins but i like the over i think it's going to be a high scoring game even if utah state doesn't move the football that means a short field for nevada's offense they're averaging 385 passing yards per game carson strong 75 percent completion percentage six touchdowns no picks i think they score points like you said i heard you say 30 i think they could get into the 40s but i do feel that utah state does challenge them i think they can get in the in the 30 in this matchup as well. Okay, uh, Cam, what are you going to be doing with this football game? I'll throw it out here, guys, since you know we're on the clock. We've got 15 minutes to kick off. I'm going to tease. I'm going to beat this spread down. So I'm going to get uh, Nevada in the 10, 10 and a half range. I'm going to tease it with the Green Bay Packers to win the football game. And I'm going to bet the over of this game. And you know what? I'm, I, I'm not going to wuss out. I'm going to sprinkle a little bit on Nevada to cover the number two. I think, the, I think Utah State, Joe, and Cam play better. But I think it gets away from them. Like, you know, 45-21, 45-21, 40, you know, 41-20, um, you know, something like that in that in that ballpark. But Nevada's offense is going to be too tough for them to stop, in my opinion, Cam. What are you doing with the game? 
It's interesting. Usually college teasers is where you go to burn money, but yesterday in the MAC games, a lot of them were very, very tight. Central Michigan, Ohio, all those games, yep. Miami of Ohio, Ball State. Um, I think I'm going to do this. Joe kind of scared me about Colorado State, but I'm going to do a three-team, 10-point teaser, Jack Nevada down to seven, take Green Bay to plus three and a half, and the Colorado State Rams to plus 13. Boom. All right, so let's get into this uh, next football game, the border war. A border war, uh, Joe, in which uh, the Cowboys have been dominating. Uh, They've won four straight games against these guys. Four straight years, uh, they've beaten Colorado State. In fact, they've beaten them five out of the last six times uh, that they have played uh, as well. Uh, You look at uh, the Wyoming Cowboys, and and listen, guys, I like this football team. And I really like the way they handle themselves. They played against Nevada in week one. They went up there to Reno. It was a Friday. It was a tough spot for them to be in. And they spotted them a 28-6 lead. And we did, we've been talking about how good Nevada is, guys. So Wyoming are down. First game of the year. They're on the road, 28-6. They don't tap out. They don't tap out. They come back. They bring this son of a gun to overtime, 34-34. They showed a ton of heart. They outscored them 28-6 down the stretch, Lisey. And then they followed that up uh, last week. With a wire-to-wire punch in the mouth, we dominated Hawaii win. And to me, I'm looking like Wyoming, you throw away those first two quarters of football, Joe. The last six quarters of football, Wyoming have been a very good football team. Yeah, they have been. And and doesn't Levi Williams look a little like Josh Allen? He's completing only about 53% of his passes, right? This game is interesting in the sense of Wyoming's going to try and pound the football down Colorado State's throat. I thought Fresno State would do the same thing last week. They dominated, but they did it through the air, averaging over 300 yards in that matchup against that secondary. Wyoming's going to try and run the football against that front seven. I think they can wear them down on the road i don't think it matters the altitude i don't think matters for wyoming on the road i think they pound them at the point of attack work off a play action with levi williams and their defense to me rock solid they're gonna shut down the colorado state offense with o'brien with the temple transfer it doesn't matter this game is one in the interior and that's where wyoming in my opinion has the significant advantage but i think because they can run the totals in play in the over 54 is a high total for Wyoming, but I think they get there tonight. I just, you know that, I just want to uh, say one, Gabe. I just want to say one thing though. This is classic. You look at the teams before, and that's why you're getting that line. You look the way Colorado State got beat down by Fresno State. It's an inflated line. Like it's, it's what, like the opinion of what you've seen, right? And Wyoming has been better than expected. That's the thing. Like if these teams were to play again without all these things happening within a week. The game would be closer to a pick'em or Colorado State minus one, minus one and a half. I'm just saying, I don't know what's going to happen in the game, but the value and the overinflation and the, the tendencies, that's why I'm kind of kind of going to the Rams. Like a lot of people are down on them now, but I think they're worth a look. Uh, if ends and butts were candies and nuts, if frogs had wings, Cam, right? <laughs> I mean, the fact of the matter is, Colorado State have a lot of problems, right? There's, yeah. there's internal issues. There's questions about the coach and they make the right hire. The players aren't on the same page with this guy. Uh, quarterback play. Talk to us about the quarterback play, too. Uh, Joe, he's just, Adagio's just not made for this program, we see. In my no, opinion. He's, I don't think this, he's he's gonna, not. this, this, no. not, this is, this is going to be a Vegas marriage, bro, that doesn't last long. The boosters don't like, I don't know why they hired him. He brings in the quarterback. You know, he's, he's insistent on this. The quarterback plays a problem for Colorado State. 
Yeah, it is. I mean, and and all the fans were screaming for O'Brien at the end of the game. He came in in the late fourth quarter, led the team down inside the red zone. They couldn't convert in terms of points, but this team doesn't have their best wide receiver, Warren Jackson, that opted out. So that's putting pressure on the offense. The offensive line is a patchwork offensive line. Three transfers, two of them from Boston College that came over. So that's another concern. Where's the offensive line continuity right now? It's a match, a patchwork type of unit. I don't like that heading into this ballgame. You know what Craig Bowl wants to do in terms of Wyoming. They understand the philosophy. They're the more consistent team. And when you go on the road, you know what travels well? A solid rushing attack and defense. And that's why I'm back in the Cowboys in this ballgame. You know, the Cowboys have struggled on the road, guys, but Wyoming is a very isolated place, right? The Mountain West is an interesting conference. It's so spread out, and there's very just different geographical places. Some places it's ice cold, and then you got Fresno and San Jose State, you know, kicking it, right? Like, you know, in San Diego. So it's very all over the place. So Wyoming, when taken out of their element, they got a problem. But you guys look, as we mentioned, they've won five of the last six games against these guys. It's a border state. I brought this up last night, if you remember, Cam. We're all Wyoming yep. on the road. Yeah, a border state in the in the cold mountains, in the altitude. Yeah, same Exactly yeah, what they live in. Yeah, what they live mm-hmm. in, right? Like, that's – they're not leaving. So they cross the state border. You can't – I've been there. I've literally been in Laramie, and then I've been uh, in uh, in Fort Collins. So, like, Collins, it's yep. – yeah, it's right you – know, you, you can't even tell you're in a different state, Cam. Right, so like they're very comfortable. Kids know each other, etc. Uh, numbers down to two and a half right now at FanDuel money line minus one sixty. And we should note too. I think people are fading me. Uh, they know I suck. Um, I was saying, oh, I like Nevada. It's down to sixteen and a half now. Even better, sixteen yeah, and a half. Fade away. People That's the thing, man. Lisey. Lisey, you have yeah. power. You come on. Yes, you, you do. Tell us, boom. Not a coincidence. Number moves. You like Utah State? You move the number. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, I'm like the old D.F. Hutton, right? When I talk, people listen. Let's hope I'm right. I mean, we, we knocked it dead. We knocked it dead with knocked it dead with the college games. Let's hope we can get this NFL game. Now we were on the same side for two weeks in a row, and I told Gabe that as well. That you know, the underdogs in the NFL game ever since I've been on have been coming out with the Giants in Atlanta. So we'll see if San Fran comes out tonight. All right, let's go rapid fire with these other games so we can get as many as we can. BYU's up to three and a half tomorrow night against Boise. Big game, seven and oh, Cougars. What's your take? Three and a half, Joe. I'm taking I'm taking BYU. I know they've struggled against Boise in recent years, but the way that offense and defensive line are playing with Zach Wilson, give me BYU with the points. I can't be laying ten and a half points with Clay Helton. I wouldn't lay ten and a half uh, points with Clay Helton against the Pee Wee football team. Um, <laughs> and anyway, weird. This game's at 9 in the morning, local time. Very bizarre because they want to get national television uh, coverage on Fox. So um, they're starting early here. Ten and a half. What do you think of this, Joe? It was 11 and a half, so somebody's liking the Sun Devils here. Yeah, I like Arizona State. I think this could be the dark horse to win the whole Pac-12. I picked them in Washington at the start of the year. So Jaden Daniels, they have Merlin Robinson, one of the top defensive uh, linebackers in, in the Pac-12. They're physical. I like Arizona State with the points, and I'm with you. How could you? He's a money burner, USC and Clay Helton. Yep. Michigan's down to two and a half. It was three and a half earlier in the week. Is Harbaugh and Wolverine's going to bounce back this week against a pretty impressive 2-0 start for the, uh, the Hoosers so far? What's your take on the Big Ten matchup? 
Gabe, if they can't win this game, Jim Harbaugh should pack his bags and get out of Ann Arbor. I think they dominate this matchup. Indiana traditionally has has played them very tough. They just cover, don't win. I like Michigan to dominate this ballgame. All right, hang in here. we got about three more minutes with Joe on the other side. Uh, Cam will fire a couple of games uh, at sure. Joe as well. We'll see what Cam's are looking at. we got the uh, the biggest outdoor cocktail party, Georgia and Florida, big game uh, this weekend. That's that's really one that has, you know, big-time big time title implications. Interesting college card, though, this week across the board with the arrival in the Pac-12. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, we got a couple of minutes left uh, with Joe Lisi here. Countdown to kickoff, Utah State and Nevada. We got some live movement over at FanDuel uh, right now. 16 and a half and 58 and a half. Sounds like we're all in agreement with the total here. I put, uh, I just dropped 150 on the over of this uh, football game. I played a teaser, Nevada, down to uh, 10 points because I'm an idiot. I could have got it at nine and a half if I would have waited another 90 seconds, but it is what it is. Um, so I've got the Green Bay Packers and the Nevada Wolfpack. So Green Bay needs to win the game. Nevada suddenly minus 10. And I bet over 58. And I'm laying the 17 points as well. A little smaller. Get a piece of the Wolfpack. I think they pull away and cover. Cover Cam, what are you doing with the game? Yeah, I'm gonna. I, I told you I got that uh, teaser cooking. I'm gonna knock Nevada down uh, to minus six and a half with Green Bay plus three and a half and Colorado State. It was thirteen. Now it's plus twelve and a half. Three game, ten point teaser. I also agree with you guys on the over in that game. And I'm also gonna take. Uh, know what I think though, guys? I'm not sure if you agree. I like the under in Colorado State, Wyoming. I think we see some defense in that game, Joe. I know you like both overs. I think if the first game goes over, the second one goes under. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with the trend. I'm going both overs. I have Utah State plus the 17 and a half, Green Bay uh minus the points, and I like Jamichael uh, Hasty over eleven and a half. I also t- I'm taking Tyler Irvin after we get off plus eight hundred for two touchdowns or more. Oh All right, what about that Georgia Florida game uh this weekend? Yeah, I picked Florida as the best team in the East to start the year in the preview. I'm not backing down, Gabe. I mean, this is a perfect opportunity. Just not sold on Stetson Bennett. I look for Kyle Trask to step up. This is the type of game that can make Dan Mullen in terms of this season. So I think they uh, throw caution to the wind and and really challenge that Georgia defense over the top. Richard LeCount is banged up as well heading into this matchup. All right, um, Cam, was there a game we didn't get to uh, you want to throw at him? Yeah, I wanted to know his opinion on Miami-NC State. That's the game I'm talking about. Quick, Joe, oh, 10 seconds, on. any opinion? One of my best bets for the weekend, double-digit Miami throw, throw down. I love the Hurricanes Whoa. tomorrow night. Oh. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.